You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. India. Indeed, BRICS Report. India today. Anjana Pashrika on the line from New Delhi. Anjana, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well indeed. I believe India's information technology industry is worried sick about the impact of possible visa curbs in the United States. Tell, tell me what the concerns are. Well, yes, you know, a bill introduced in the U.S. House of Representatives last week proposes to more than double the minimum salary for granted temporary work visas in the U.S. Now, that's a huge hit for India's IT companies. If passed, such curbs would impact the entire business model on which they built a huge outsourcing industry in the 90s, which basically involves sending Indian IT engineers to work in the U.S. on visas known as H-1B visas, and doing outsourcing work for multinationals along with back office based in India. Now, President Trump, as we all know, wants to cut down on foreign workers in the U.S. I have backed stricter curbs on these visas to boost local employment. But hiring locally would be very expensive for Indian companies, so this will essentially impact their profits in a big way. Now, 60% of the $100 billion software exports from India go to the U.S. market, so there are serious worries about how this will all play out, you know, stock of Indian IT companies have crashed. And yes, perhaps the flow of thousands of Indian software engineers to the U.S. in the last two decades may be stemmed. Mm, Very interesting one indeed there, Anjana. So uh, here in South Africa today, there will be a signing ceremony for uh, a minimum wage. It's 20 rand per hour. But I see India is exploring the idea of a universal basic income for its citizens. Yes, this is a pretty radical concept that was floated in the country's annual economic survey, which was put out last week. And at this point of time, it does not really appear feasible. Still, the idea is gaining momentum. The proposal is to substitute billions of dollars that India already spends on subsidies to give poor people food, fuel, some employment with a basic monthly income. Now, you know, these subsidies are fairly inefficient and due to corruption often fail to reach the poor. The proponents of a basic income say it would promote social justice. However, the critics point out that it's going to be much more expensive to give a billion people such income, even if it is pegged at just, you know, $100 or so, and even if the middle class and rich are excluded. No country, interestingly, is doing it, though Finland has become a limited experiment, I believe. Swiss voters incidentally rejected the proposal for a basic income for all citizens last year. There is also, of course, it's a concept, but it says it is the right time for deliberation on idea and it is going to explore it in the months and years to come. Oh, very interesting indeed. And I know that even here, some people have suggested uh, that we need a discussion about the universal basic, basic income for uh, the poorest uh, in our country. Uh, a very interesting development here. Learning wrestling has become a rage among women in North India. Why is that? Yeah, this is really, as you say, interesting, you know. Wrestling really became popular after Indian women began faring well in international sports competitions in recent years, particularly after one won a bronze at the 2016 Olympics. Now, in a country that fares very poorly in sports, the Olympic medal winner was lavished in white praise and attention and became an overnight star. Her success has spurred literally hundreds of women to take to wrestling, particularly in the northern Haryana state that has produced all these wrestling champions. I recently visited a stadium and it was great to see many young girls arrive at the crack of dawn in bitter cold for practice and so inspired to become an Olympic star. Many of these, uh, um, you know, these young girls come from villages. 
And I have to tell you, wrestling has become more than a sport in this state. The state where it has become a rage is infamous for its patriarchal attitudes, for male-dominated village councils. But wrestling is helping these women win respect, and it's lifting those curbs on them. So all around, it's a great thing. Fabulous, eh? Anjana Pashrika, I must thank you very much. She's in New Delhi for us this morning with the BRICS report from India.